Hello everyone, welcome to this episode. It is uh, coming out on a weird day, if you listen to this when it released. Uh, I apologize. I'm trying to get uh, this, this back into this Monday, Wednesday, Friday pattern, this rhythm. Uh, and I missed a couple Fridays because I was busy and I'm just behind on the content. Um, so I'm doing this once a day and then um, I probably... Maybe, Maybe I'll do one tomorrow. Maybe I'll get two back-to-back in a, in, a, in, a, in a weekend here, but we'll see. But I, I wanted to get this out. Should have done it yesterday, but it was Friday, and Fridays are tough. Get home from work, and I'm just like, I just want to do nothing. So it's just a motivational, mental thing for me. But we'll get there. Um, today we're talking about video hosting, um, options that are out there that are other than YouTube that you can use, and, and like kind of like my thoughts on like what I think about these options. And... Um, you know, if they're good or not, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, like, I, honestly, guys, we will see, also, I want to thank everybody who listens to the podcast, holy crap, I've never expected to get numbers like I'm getting, uh, ever, let alone already, I've been doing this for, like, what, what is this, like, the 27th episode or something like that, like, it's, it's nuttiest thing ever, so thank you guys so much for that, uh, there's no numbers on here, uh, I think to iTunes, uh, so yeah, it's just, I can't, it's, Blows my mind that you guys are, that you guys listen to this and um, so supportive. I appreciate all of it. And um, so let's continue. Let's talk about the video hosting. This is called video hosting. Take back your cinematic free speech. So over the past year or so, YouTube has made some changes and it left many content creators up in arms. The good thing about the internet is that this kind of action will stir up a hornet's nest of alternatives, and this is what we have seen when it comes to video hosting. When centralized platforms become too large, they move away from what benefits the people who make the site great to the companies that pay them the money. This makes sense, though. Everyone has to pay the bills. And that includes these big companies. So, following here, I picked three video hosts that with the most buzz around my corner of the internet. All of them but one are decentralized. All of them are one. There's two of the three are decentralized. And I'm sure you already know how I feel about decentralization. If you had, do not know how I feel about decentralization, you can listen to that episode. Uh, I believe it's the one before this one. So this should be easy to find. Check it out. It's good. It's actually, thanks everyone who listened. It's one of my better listened posts. Uh, I think it's either second or third in the number of listens on that. So that's crazy. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, go on go learn about it. Um, I'm, I'm on that train that's like decentralization or bust. It's going to make the internet better and making it more free as in freedom and content creator focused. So the first thing I want to talk about is vidme. Vid.me is a centralized platform like YouTube. Um, what is of interest is how it mixed mixes in this Patreon-like service where the creator can set a monthly price. They can upload videos that only their paying subscribers can see. You can also tip on this platform as well. This is better than unlisting a video on YouTube uh, and then maybe pushing out to your Patreons or I guess you could technically upload videos to Patreon that only Patreon subscribers can see. That's an option. Uh, but this is all in one place. Um, so like in the YouTube example, if, if this unlisted video URL gets out, and anyone can watch it. Whereas uh, on Patreon, it's another it's somewhere else, and you have to upload somewhere else. It's kind of a hassle. It can be. And uh, this, this isn't how Vidme does it. You can upload a video and set it to subscribers only, and it'll be that way forever. You could probably change it, but I never did that, so I don't know for sure. I do have videos on Vidme 
currently, but I'm not in love with the platform like a bunch of other people seem to be. This is because it's a centralized service, and it, it, this gives them the ability to delete any video they disagree with. Something similar to that happened a few months back. There was a creator with a good number of followers who was verified to receive payment from his subscribers and tips. He made a video criticizing the platform for something they did. The company, Vidme, left the video there, if I remember correctly, but revoked his ability to monetize any of his content. They basically stripped off his verified verification status. That means he can't have ads on his videos, he can't have paying subscribers, he can't have any more tips on any video he uploads. This is all from a platform that people have been calling a free speech site. I don't buy it. Then we have a site called D.Tube. D.Tube, I'm just going to call it D.Tube from now on, is based on Steam. And this is a decentralized hosting site that uses the Steam blockchain to host your videos. Well, the site itself is not decentralized because you know, it's DTube. Uh, the content you upload is on the Steam blockchain. So anybody who makes a website that can access the videos on the Steam blockchain, then they can see the videos as well. DTube uses the Steam blockchain to store your videos. As I said, um, all you need to do is log in with your private posting key and you're ready to go if you have a Steam account. Uh, I hope they add the option to log in using Steam Connect in the near future. That makes it a lot easier for me and everybody else. DTube was created by a single person on Steam, I can't pronounce his name, um, it's, it's spelled H-E-I-M-I-N-D-A-N-G-E-R. And he released it sometime around August 2017. Uh, from what I can tell, it seems to do all the same things that YouTube does with the added benefits of the Steam blockchain. This includes upvoting, commenting, and the monetization that Steam is often famous for. I've yet to upload a video to the site, but I plan on doing it soon when I find some time. I have tried in the past to upload videos, but I find I go to the site, it doesn't always load for one, and two, I just can't seem to get anything to work well. So hopefully one day it'll work for me and I'll be able to actually upload a video there and just test it out and see how things go. So it turns out I do have more than, more than three platforms here on my list. I have four. It also is library or LBRY. This is very much like D2 because it's a decentralized medium for sharing, uh, decentralized medium sharing platform. The difference is that there is no limit to the type of content you can create, much like a library. And they have an app. Their app is available on all major platforms and operating systems with a relative ease. You need an app to actually, need this app to get the content, to see the content as of now. I do remember hearing the CEO, I believe, or the founder of this of this uh, startup saying their goal is to get so you can watch videos in the browser without the need for the app but right now you need the app you can upload videos PDFs audio it's 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 library it's a library like straight up it's not just for videos but it's videos the most popular content currently the only downside right now is that you need this application to view the content and you can't just use your web browser and this is going to cause some hurdles for people that you know don't want to have even the slightest learning curve at all when it comes to consuming information. You can do all the same things you can on YouTube, and they have uh, their own way to make money on your content. So instead of relying on advertisers on YouTube, uh, people can pass you an upvote, uh, like DTube, uh, but they can, uh, um, well, it's not like DTube where the upvote gives you the Steam currency. This is where 
you can you can charge for your content on library. You can charge so many library credits to consume your content, and this seems to be working well. And many people enjoy the platform. I upload all my all my all of my content for free online. I do not ask for anything in return. I always say that hey, if you want to support, there's a Patreon, and you know, or if you want to send me Bitcoin, it's fine, whatever. So I would never do that. I would never set a paywall for my content. This is actually the way a place called Pop Chess works as well. I have some videos on Pop Chess, but I don't particularly want to, like, they make me, they make me set a price to watch the video. It's like, okay, you, the person can watch the first 10 seconds of your video for free, and then they pay this, you know, five cents in Bitcoin for you to watch the rest of it. I'm just like, I don't want to do that. I want, I want it to be free, and if the person finds enough value in it, and I like what I do enough, and that they are so compelled to give me Bitcoin or... <coughs> Become a subscriber through Patreon. That's great, but there's content that needs to get out. I do this because I like creating content. So being being forced on Pop Chest to put a price on my content, it's just kind of weird to me, I, and I don't want to do that. And then when we get to my favorite option. This everybody is known as BitShoot. BitShoot is is awesome. It's awesome, guys. It's a decentralized service that does not need a blockchain to do the magic internet stuff. And as you know from the previous episode, if you listened to that, not all decentralized platforms need to have a blockchain, nor should they. I mean, let's be serious. There's no reason for a video hosting site to have a to be on a blockchain. What this does is peer-to-peer. So, there's a quote from BitChute. It says, BitChute is a peer-to-peer content-sharing platform. Our mission is to put people in free speech first, it is free to join, create, and upload your own content to share with others. End quote. That is there. It's on their site at the bottom next to the about section. And uh, it's as far as I can tell, this is like 100% what they're doing. Uh, the bit in BitChute does not refer to Bitcoin, but instead it is a hat tip to the BitTorrent network or to BitTorrent itself. Uh, they are using WebTorrent to get the videos to your browser with the ability to stream them. Otherwise, you'd have to download the video, each video to watch, and play them with another program. And this is just a hurdle that, or a hassle that you really don't want to, have to deal with. If you're using the Brave browser, you're going to have to download the video to watch it. I don't know why Brave won't let me stream it through WebTorrent, but Firefox lets you stream through WebTorrent. Chrome does. I've not tried Safari, but if you're listening to this, you probably don't use Safari anyway. Maybe you do. No hard feelings. It's fine. Just pick something else. Anyone can set up a torrent server and tie into this network, which is cool. And everyone should. The more the better. The, the more the merrier, right? Each new server that someone adds to the network makes the decentralization even stronger. This leads to a smaller chance that a video would get wiped off the internet against the creator's will. While setting up a node on the network is a nice learning curve, you can, le- you can leave that to us nerds if you don't consider yourself one to be. Anyone can go to BitChute's site and watch videos just like they would on YouTube. This is a peer-to-peer networking at its finest. BitChute.com. As I record this, BitChute does not have monetization, but they did mention in their frequently asked questions section that they do plan to add this in the future. I don't know how they'll implement monetization, uh, whether it's ads or subscription services, but we'll see. That is that is the only downside that I see with BitChute, and it's only for the creators. Everything running is great in Chrome and Firefox. You don't need a special application like library. You don't need to worry about someone taking down your content because because you said, "Oh, but shoots poopy," because they can't. They can't. 
that's that's why BitChute is underrated, undervalued as a content, as a video hosting platform. And I believe everybody should go check it out. Make an account, follow some people. If you want to find my content, basically what you're getting is this content in video form. It is a few weeks behind because I kind of fell out of sync with that. Because uh, making videos is all time-consuming effort. I have to sit down, record the video, basically say the things I just said now in a video. And to make it a video, I have to, you know, make it worth the time. I should be showing images that on my screen and all that, all that stuff. Adding overlays because I have a level of quality I want to put, I want to put out, of course. And then I have to sit down, I have to edit it all, and then I have to encode it all, and I have to upload it to various sites. I upload to a lot of sites when I upload videos. Bitchu's my favorite. So it takes a long time. Like I can I can sit down and record this podcast in what like what is this right now? Like twelve minutes, fifty five seconds, like fifteen minutes a, a day to record a podcast off of a like, content that I wrote on for Steam. And this is how I'm doing it. Write the, write the content, write the podcast. It makes sense. The podcast is a little bit more personal. I, I kind of I branch off of what the Steam post says a lot of the time. So if you're hearing this uh, as a podcast, you don't go, you don't watch my stuff on Steam, watch my stuff on Steam, read it on Steam. There's no problem. You're not missing anything. You're actually getting more out of it. Like this thing right here that I'm doing, this little like this ranty thing, this doesn't happen on on Steam. Steam is a formalized put out content. I've been blogging for 10 years. I know how to do it. I know how to make it look professional. And that's what that is. Because you, you see it. It's a visual thing. You read it. It needs to have a certain appeal, a certain tone of voice. Where this podcast is audio. So you hear me. You hear my enthusiasm. You hear my my uh, lack of enthusiasm at that as well. I can get a little more personal with this, which is why I love podcasting. But video is like... For me, video is like a mixture between the curation of my content on Steam mixed with this podcasty thing, where it's like, okay, like the video I have to be formalized. I edit it. I cut out all the weird parts that sound stupid to me. And it's it's just it's so time consuming that I, the the return on that investment is not good enough to warrant me to make it happen every day like I do with Steam and these podcasts every day, quote unquote. There is more content on Steam as it comes to like daily stuff. So if you're interested in um, my perspective as a content creator over the last decade on you know topics like jealousy or um, you know how to deal with how to deal with jealousy as a content creator or you know um, how to format your blog post stuff like this very esoteric bloggy stuff you can find it there Tuesdays and Thursdays I do that but Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays the content you're getting in these podcasts are the same the same content you're getting on on Steam, and then if you're if you, if there's a video that comes out, it's the same stuff you're hearing already, just a little bit more polished than than this is, a little less me in this in this uh content in that content than this content. So that was a long ramble, just to say thank you so much <laughs> for listening. I appreciate it. If you guys do not know BitChute, go check it out. There's a lot of a lot of big names there, so check out um your favorite YouTubers, quote unquote. Uh, see if they're on BitChute and watch them there. Support them there instead. Because uh, BitChute is the future of decentralized video sharing plat platforms, as I as I can see it. Uh, doesn't mean it will be the biggest, but it is going to be the the best option. I do plan on setting up a server myself on my web server and uh, helping out with centralization. So if you're a super nerd, go do that as well. And uh, I think you guys will like it. So thank you so much. As I said previously, I am on Patreon. If you are so inclined to give give my poor soul money, 
don't because you can probably buy something cool with that. But if you if you must, if you must, patreon.com slash JRSwab. I appreciate it so much. See ya.